0: What's up and welcome back to our newest episode to Miles Apart. Hello, Matthew. How are you I'm doing? I'm doing
1: great. How are you doing?
0: I am great. Only that I was kicked out of my lovely living room and I'm sitting now like a damn idiot on my bed. <laughs> the show goes on. Yeah. As they say, as they say, how are you? Um, oh yeah, already <laughs> asked that. Great. Um <laughs>
1: I just wanna <laughs> wow. to apologize to the listeners because it is my fault that I have missed another uh week of podcasting. So it's my apologies. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks of two weeks. yeah, I can't yeah. count but I had to go on a trip. Yeah. I had bro. to go to uh people I had to go to New York and then I had to go to Tennessee, so
0: Damn. You know people's lives were not the same in the last two weeks it was It was difficult for them. those poor people I know i the three of them who i, I need attention.
1: to I need to have some respect for my listeners and my fans.
0: <laughs> that's true. that's true. Tell us how um so tell the people
1: what you did in uh, new York so I went to Brooklyn. With my girlfriend to have my or host my second shoemaking class. um, which was really cool. Um, less jitters this time and more chill. It was nice to meet everybody. There was a woman from Italy that came to the class.
0: She flew in from Italy. Bruh. Yeah, it was crazy. What?
1: And she was pregnant. She was pregnant. Damn.
0: Where was she from in Italy?
1: Um I can't remember the name she's from the she was born in the u s but her family's all Italian, and so when she was eighteen, she moved to Italy and just never like moved back. Damn yeah. that's crazy, okay, but there was a wide range of people there was a sixteen year old in high school. There was a mm-hmm. dude that was probably in his sixties. Um, my intern was there <laughs> as well. Um, that was our like kickoff to the summer of him working with me. Was him taking the class so he can kind of learn how to how to do it before. Did he did did he have to pay for the class? No, he didn't. <laughs> so that that was his. Uh, his payment from me because I don't pay him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe explain to the people why you don't pay him because if you just let that stand, people are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with with this kid?
1: (laughs) So the way it worked was he was able to apply to get a grant from his school and he sent me all this information I needed to send it into the school that he goes to and so I just went on chat GPT and like had it all type it up for <laughs> me. <laughs> like a full offer letter and all this stuff. <laughs> but it all worked out and he gets paid from the school so I don't have to worry about paying him which is good. Some extra nice. hands nice.
0: this summer. So is he? is he like... Because you mentioned last time in the episode that you, whenever there's a client approaching you for, um, a project, then you build a shoe. So is he going to help you out with building the shoes or what is he, what is his role?
1: Pretty much just like an assistant. So you'll cut majority of the leathers and stuff. And then I'll do Mm. a Mm. few cuts on like for the videos that I record. So, he'll do, like, the bulk mm-hmm. of the cutting and then whatever I need to cut for the video, I'll just do that, like, small portion. So, he's going to basically be doing, okay. like, the hands-on tasks. tasks um, I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> but, just basically, <laughs> he's just there to do whatever I need him to do. So, right now, he's... Okay literally behind me, behind that wall. And he's, uh, Mm -hmm. Candice's, my girlfriend is teaching him how to um, work on these patterns because I made my own patterns and I had to grade them and now I have to just situate them to make them look pretty. But that's what he's going to be doing all day.
0: Damn. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I dig Mm -hmm. it. And, um, going back to your class, the second one, um, compared to the first one, was it a better experience? Do you think people learned better mm-hmm. or like, can you compare?
1: I would say way less chaotic because there were two less people in the class and I was think I was just like really nervous going in the first time. Mm-hmm. So, the second time I just came in and I was like, I know what I'm doing. Um, So there was that, and we actually finished on time. So Hmm. the one which wasn't the case. Yeah, the The first first one one. we. So each class was 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. But the last day, I think we finished at like 10:30 (laughs) p.m. Yeah. Whoa. It was a long a long night.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit late. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it it was damn. It's always cool to make money by going flying somewhere and like having people come and like I'm teaching people that's just so strange to me, but it's so cool that like we live in a world that that's possible. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you've done now two classes in New York. Are you trying to do any other of them in different cities or are you trying to plan a bunch of other ones also in New York?
1: Um, I'll probably do more in New York, but I really want to start doing them in Chicago and before I leave. And then if when I leave, I move when I move, I'll probably move out West. So maybe wherever I am, I can like have a bigger studio and, they don't have more sewing machines and whatnot. That would be ideal.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be excited to see the future. <laughs> and
1: then, so the first week podcast that I missed was because of that. The second week was because I went on vacation to. It's called Norris Lake. It's in Tennessee, and so basically, I was just on the lake for an entire week. Um, and I forgot to bring my laptop, so there's that.
0: Who goes on a vacation without a laptop? That's my question.
1: I, my goal was to literally just like not be on any technology for the entire week and it was so awesome. I feel yeah, like I so that. restored, yeah. you know, cause I'm not always like connected to my phone. <laughs> I was just like, wake up have breakfast and then you just go outside and swim and go on the boat and whatnot and read mm-hmm. your book or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's got to be better than uh, starting your day with your phone mm-hmm. in your hand. Uh, um, how far so we for the listeners, um, Matthew and I went in October of 2022. We also went to Tennessee to go hiking mm. um that was in
1: gatlin yeah gatlinburg yeah is that? it's right by it's how far what is it called the smoky mountains or something like that
0: yeah smoky yeah. mountains so now where you were were is that far away from the smoky
1: mountains <laughs> i don't think it was that far i think it was pretty close to each other it's kind of crazy though. So, in American standard, probably American standard. Is it like f- not too far in America? Probably. Okay, so it's still like a six hour. Okay, path. no, no, it's not that far. <laughs> it was probably like an hour or two away.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, really, fo- really yeah. close then.
1: Um, but I had, I came in with like no expectations, so, um, the lake is just massive. So, obviously, I live on Lake Michigan, that is a bigger lake, but um, the lake, like Norris Lake, the one that I went to, was 35,000 acres, so it's really big.
0: Sounds big, (laughs) but I have
1: (laughs) no idea. That's just, it's a nice number you got there. (laughs) I I don't know what Lake Geneva is, so I can't really... Or the what is the lake in Zur- Lake Zurich?
0: Yes, so here's Lake Zurich and um, the one next to Geneva. People outside of that French area call it Lake Geneva, but it's called uh, Lac Léman. Do you do or you yeah, call it that? It's, uh, when I speak in French, it's Lac Léman because not just Geneva. Like there's several cities located on that lake, and there's two countries and like so a lot of people who are not living in Geneva but at the same lake are like why would we call it Lake Geneva if there's so many other places around mm. it so it's basically called in French Lac Mans, but I don't know how like people in like the German speaking part of Switzerland call it Lake
1: Geneva <clears throat> do people at Lake Geneva or even in Lake Zurich do they go boating like the people mm-hmm. in The U.S. do where you have like wakeboarding and you like tie a rope, and you have like skis and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's really fun. Um,
0: so I did it. The first time I went water skiing, (laughs) so I went with this one friend of mine. His name is Miguel, and um, you know him. But um, Miguel is like this ultra-talented athlete. Like, not for ball sports, but, like, for, like, board sports, whatnot. Like, put him on a surfboard, he'll surf like a legend. Like, it's that type of... It's just, like, Mm. this natural talent. But so we went to a friend of ours on another lake in Switzerland to go water skiing. And Miguel doesn't know how to ski. (laughs) So they put him on the... They put him on the water skis and they're, like, just, like, when the the boat starts you have to like um build up a lot of strength to get Mm -hmm. out of the water he managed to do that but then it just looked like his legs looked like wobbly (laughs) spaghettis (laughs) and it was the funniest thing ever and um then it was my turn and i i was kind of bragging to him i was like yeah i'm a skier i know how to do (laughs) this easy peasy I get out and I put too much pressure on my body and I like (laughs) slam in face first into the water and I eat like (laughs) a gallon of water instantly. (laughs) So, um, I can't say that I'm really good at it. Yeah, I
1: tried, I, I tried to do the water skiing, not this time, but I was in Mm -hmm. the U S version of Lake Geneva in Wisconsin. Wait,
0: there is... Um, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. The, there's also like a s- town called Lake Zurich, oh, really? something like that. But yeah, continue. Um, because...
1: I tried it there, and I you know, <clears throat> was just terrible at it. It's like really hard to get up, and just not enjoyable. But on this vacation, we did wakeboarding, mm-hmm. and it's way more enjoyable. Although the first day after I finished, I was so sore. It's like when I started, when I learned how to do snowboarding, when I came to visit you. And then you just mm-hmm. use all those muscles you've never used before. And it's just like pure exhaustion <laughs> at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The first time I went surfing. So like when you start surfing, you kind of have to like learn it when the um, waves are, have already broken. So it's like it's the... Like froth, the The... Yeah. Or like the... Mm-hmm. Foam. Um, just to get a, like a, a feeling of like getting up on the board, but then the first time you actually paddle out over these waves and like to try to catch these waves, man, that, <laughs> that was exhausting. After like one and a half hours, your shoulders, your triceps, biceps—they're mm. burning. guess
1: like and your back is like—it's abnormal. But it it's good. It felt good. It's mm. uh, humbling and. Like, uh, also, fun experience to try something you've never tried. Mm Because you're such a newbie, mm -hmm. you have no idea what you're doing. you got to even learn how to... It's like learning how to walk, you know? Oh, you can't walk? (laughs) Very funny. Sorry. Yeah, cheap shot. But even after, (laughs) I... So... We got back from vacation, and I've been wanting to join this gym. And it's, it has three stories, and it's all, like, rock climbing, like, bouldering type stuff. And so I've been going mm-hmm. every single morning. And it's super fun to just, like, dive deep into something that I've never really got into.
0: Yeah, when uh, when I visited you last October, I really enjoyed the rock climbing there and i went a couple of times back in uh Mm -hmm. switzerland with my ex-girlfriend now um and like i really enjoyed it but i just i don't know why i never went back i really need to get back Mm -hmm. it's fun i wonder what the there's a good way of like i was just gonna say i wonder how
1: much the monthly thing is for you
0: Um, I don't even remember how much I paid for like one entrance. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy, crazy expensive, but it's still like something you would like Mm -hmm. think about before signing Mm up. And it's like here, it's only like you have a couple of these like walls and then you have like where you can climb up and yes, like everywhere they change the courses every couple of weeks or whatnot. Um, but it's, there's no gym or something like that. So I still wouldn't need my gym, gym Mm. membership. See, mine has
1: a full level that with like gym equipment and stuff like that. Mm. And then they also have a studio for yoga classes. So they do like fitness classes and stuff. And then also yoga classes Mm -hmm. if you want to do that too.
0: Mm, That's nice. Mm. Speaking of uh, new sports, well this is not new, but I mean, I use a bike to get from point A to point B. I've done bike trips, whatnot. Um, but I've never been into like cycling like mm-hmm. the sport of like doing 200 Ks in one day, or I don't know, like 150. Um, but then Netflix shows up and they're like, <laughs> Hey guys, we have a new documentary and everyone jumps on it. And now I'm like a massive fan of mm-hmm. the Tour de France. It's, like we just discussed this on the phone but
1: it's insane like the strength and the endurance these kids have i think it's hilarious because what they do is insane like climbing on a bike or like a bicycle like that steep of a incline and all these in the distance mm-hmm. as well is crazy but then you look at their physique and it's like mm-hmm. their upper body looks like <laughs> literally twigs
0: <laughs> nothing yeah, it's great. I, I'm like, you you watch this and you're like, I feel like an absolute idiot because I'm like here working out, running, and doing all these sports, and I have no chance. Like, they will burn me mm-hmm. within five minutes. It's really cool. And like, have you, have you looked at, so I started following some of these kids on, uh, or got, like cyclists on Strava, mm-hmm. this fitness app, and... um the average speed is mind blowing <laughs> so when i go fast here in zurich i'm capable of overtaking cars which i feel i feel you're mm-hmm. pretty good about that so it's like in like the 30 kilometers per hour zones i can i can go like 33 35 kilometers an hour and i'm like mm-hmm. see ya <laughs> super you know i'm like cool guy on the street here. which
1: for reference is like 18 to 20 miles an hour Yeah, because a Um, a 10k is 6 miles, so times that by 3, 18.
0: Yes, yes. Um, So these guys, when they're like going fast and it's flat, they go like 60 kilometers an hour. (laughs) Which is really fast. That's like, that's over 30 miles an hour. Dude, that's like 40. Yeah. And then when they climb, they still go like, I'm not sure, but I feel like 20 kilometers an hour, like 1520, which is just like, and then you look at like the routes that they have to take. It's just, it's not just one mountain in a day. It's like three peaks with like over 1000 meters of elevation gain and like 200 kilometers. And you're like, Are you guys, like, just
1: nuts? Like... I think it would be one thing if it was just, like, one race where you start and you finish and the person that finishes wins. But this is literally three weeks of them doing it every single day and they only get, like, two days off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when you watch this documentary, you're like, all right, time to recover. And then you realize, and you're like, no, they're just going to, like, eat, (laughs) sleep, and then, like, do
1: the same again next day. It's it's honestly (laughs) incredible that that... Is even possible. Well, I don't know if you remember. There was
0: this one guy, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, he's an American that won, like, seven. Yeah. In a row. But he he was... Well, he... For years, he said that he um, wasn't doping. But then his entire team, like, admitted that they did. And it was kind of clear. And then, for me... When I was younger, I watched um, Tour de France mm. with my dad, and then after that, I was just like, yeah, everyone's doped, like, wh- why would I watch this? But now, like, I found out, like, the regulations are really, really strict because they had so mm. much issues with it, um, which is just, like, even more insane when you look at the stats that they put up.
1: So, yeah, now I want to buy a <laughs> race bike. <laughs> I know, I literally... So, I can't remember if I talked about this before in the podcast, but... I bought this bike in 2020 and it's like really nice. So it's kind of for speed, kind of for commuting, Uh so you can do both. But I accidentally Uh may may have fallen into the the lake with it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Did I tell you that? (laughs) No! (laughs) How do you fall with a bike in, in the lake? (laughs) <laughs> so I was biking with two of my friends during college and it was completely dark. It was like probably 12, or like midnight or one in the morning. So, and it was also winter time. So <laughs> we were biking like right along the lake and I was just like, guys, like how, who can get the closest to the edge? <laughs> And as soon as (laughs) as soon as I said that, I literally fell into the lake, and they're just like dying, laughing at me, and I'm like freezing my ass off because I'm like soaking wet in this freezing cold water, and my bike just like like sinks slowly down to the bottom, (laughs) and so I had to go home, obviously, and I came back the next morning, and my bike was still there. So, so I went to. to the store and i got a rope and like this kind of like hook thing and i i jumped into the water and tried to swim all the way down and like hook the bike but it was so cold i couldn't even like swim down there so then i just kind of like moved the the rope and hooked it and i like, pulled it back up yeah oh, so, so the bike was in yet. the water for like 12 hours And so when that happened, I took the bike into the (laughs) shop and I told them what's wrong and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, there's all these parts that we don't have and it's COVID, so we can't get any parts right now. Because apparently there was like a bike shortage or something during COVID.
0: I don't know in the U.S., but yes, here in Switzerland, um, many people. Yeah, started so there's a bike sor- shortage,
1: and they didn't have any parts. So, I kind of just forgot about my bike and didn't use it for like two years. <laughs> so, now it doesn't even like switch gears, and my mom took it into the shop, and they were like, "You need a brand new tire," so we had to wait for that. But once I get that, I will be able to go. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> oh man if there would be an, a video of you just falling
1: into that water There's on not, your bike there isn't, is isn't a video of me falling in but it's so I was biking with two people <laughs> two of my room, like past roommates Elliot and Perry mm-hmm. and Elliot decides mm-hmm. to just pull out his phone and start recording me in the water <laughs> and he's like dying laughing and I'm <laughs> like reaching for the top. Cause I, to get back up, I can't even reach cause I'm so far down. Like, I'm just like struggling to like mm-hmm. swim mm-hmm. and Perry actually is like comes and reaches down and like pulls me up. So it's like one friend trying to help me and one friend's like dying laughing, like recording me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still thank Elliot for recording that because I need that recording. <laughs> One day you'll see it. Oh God! Yeah, that's something I've never managed to do. Mm-mm. I've uh, I've ridden my bike into cars. I've I've had my fair share of accidents, but
1: lake? <laughs> no, never. It's a sensation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what is a sensation. Riding your bike in the snow, like snow-covered streets. And I have, like, a bike with, like, very oh, tiny, so like, um, thin... Yeah, so I, had, I have very thin wheels. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, like, cross the street. And so, like, on the side where I was approaching, the cars were standing because they were, like was like a traffic jam I don't know Um, and like the car like there was a space in in between the cars and I was I looked at the driver from the car behind and I was hoping that he saw me and I was like yeah he's just gonna wait and I can like pass through because I only need to cross the streets and this guy had another idea he just continued to drive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, yeah well on snow you cannot really break so yeah, rode straight <laughs> into this car. <laughs> I and Then the dude
1: started yelling at me. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah that's great.
1: I once like technically ran into a car, but I didn't. So I was I won't you know how like typically you bike on the road? Like not on the sidewalk.
0: Yeah, well... Like, you're supposed to
1: be on the road, not on the sidewalk, because the sidewalk are for people that are walking. Yeah. I know, yes. Yes. But my friends, they were all, like, following me, and I was kind of, like, the lead, and I was like, let's go on the street, but they're like, no, like, we're afraid, so we're on the sidewalk, and I'm just, like, zooming, and you know (sighs) how, like, at a hotel, there's, like, kind of, like, that half circle where the car comes in so they can like park in the front of the hotel. So this car this car just oh, like no. super fast turns right into that like hotel thing and I like slam on both of my brakes and I just go the bike stops but I keep on going forward. And I just like fly th- over my bike. <laughs> and literally my the back my my back hits the car cuz I'm upside down. <sighs> Oof, rough. And then I fall on the ground, and then they get out, and they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then that was it.
0: Well, at least he yeah. didn't scream at you. That's one um, advantage, I would say. Um, I do want to talk about something a bit more sad than you driving your <laughs> bike into the lake <laughs> okay <laughs> so we're um we are take a moment take a moment take a moment to think about your inner zen mode i don't <laughs> <fucking> know um <laughs> so um the other day so as i don't know if the listeners know um but i am working in journalism and um Journalism can be very interesting, but there's one part that is not too much fun, um, which is that we are faced with horrible news on a daily basis, and bad news sell much better than good news, and we have tried to sell good news, but the people are just not interested. They want to see all the crap in this world. And so my job is mainly, or like part of my job is to browse through the internet, through agency footage, Twitter, rest in peace. Um, is Twitter gone? <laughs> uh, haven't you heard about no. what happened?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm t- I was on vacation. I just got back. Well, this literally happened in the last couple of days. I have no idea what happened.
0: Okay, so Elon Musk bought Twitter a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, right? And he's been trying to make money without um, commercializing the platform. because So a lot of companies, AI companies, what they do is they use Twitter and social media um, to learn human language, like written language. And they most of the time use this for free because how are you going to mm-hmm. like, monetize this? And Elon, of course, had an issue of it. Um, So then he came up with the strategy that now you're only allowed. So like before you could like scroll on Twitter for like hours, Mm -hmm. like nonstop. And now I think that was like two weeks ago, something like that. Um, They put a cap on, you can only like look at 600 Twitter posts which sounds like a lot but like it's easily manageable to reach that within an hour hmm. easy and in and in if a you're day. just scrolling yes wow so naturally people are pissed off so he's like if you pay the membership you can look at look at 6000 <laughs> posts a day <laughs> so of course people aren't too happy about that and then there's there's like in the last couple of years, there's always been like competitor brands that have to like have tried to like, create a similar platform with similar success as Twitter just hasn't worked out. But now meta stepped in and was like, Mm -hmm. let me handle this. And so they created threads, which is a brand new platform. It's trying to look like and be like Twitter. It's it's just gotten released they released it so quickly that there's actually no like they couldn't even like um how do you say um they have to like because of privacy privacy issues it's as of now still forbidden to use it in europe like mm. in the european union um but they're like working on it, and then they like a lot of people are just moving over, and you can actually use the same handle that you have on Instagram, and like you can find your followers and the people who you are following much easier. So people are kind of calling this the end of Twitter. But who knows? I'm. Hmm. I'm just reading what I've heard. I mean, Sorry,
1: I uh, hijacked your explanation of such horrible <laughs> news. <laughs> All good.
0: All good. (laughs) Um where was that? Yes, so in the back in the good old days I was scrolling for Twitter (laughs) um and so I did I do see a lot of crap. Um like, you know, videos and images from war, um from like Ukraine, from Afghanistan, like stuff that I'm not going to describe here and stuff that I don't want people to see. So I usually, or like journalists in general behave as a filter for what society reads Mm. in newspapers. Um, and so two days ago at the office, we had a mandatory trauma prevention meeting and at first I was like, all right, I'll just go. And, it was so interesting I kind of realized that I'm I have trauma
1: that's <laughs> really bad so what did you learn about how that affects you
0: well so I know that since I've seen so much insane stuff that I um... so you know when you watch like I don't know war movies and you have like these scenes where people get blown up by a bomb or something like that most of the people think that's mm-hmm. disgusting right i'm so used to this type of footage that i don't mind it anymore it's not mm-hmm. shocking to me and sometimes when i scroll through like the, the internet for like in search of a new topic it's hor- horrible to say but Journalists get excited when they see crazy stuff because we know we're able to mm-hmm. sell that. So that's my um, understanding or like situation of like finding out that I'm brain <laughs> fucked because of media. <laughs> um. So what I wanted to touch upon is that I, I, I think there's like different ways of like traumas or like stress levels in different like, um, industries in like in the world. And I was just wondering, like, I mean, yes, you work by yourself and all that, but I'm sure there's some sort of like issue or like stuff that could become a trauma at some point.
1: Yeah, I think mine is just the never ending cycle of social media like trying to Mm -hmm. to um post often and it's just like a it's like it feels like a death march at sometimes you know Mm -hmm. because you make money and you make profit off of like posting videos but and that like attracts new followers and likes and whatnot but if you just keep on following that then what is What are you trying to achieve? Like, is it for you or is it for like, it's just very confusing. And i sometimes I feel trapped in that. The other, or
0: like in one of the episodes we, we talked about that you do receive hate on social media, Mm -hmm. which I'm not surprised. Is that something that
1: affects you now? I'd say not really. But before, when I first started, I'd say TikTok's definitely the worst. Um, Worst than Instagram? Just because I get way more views on TikTok and people just have zero filter. So it's just... I don't know why. People just love to post hateful comments because it takes five seconds to write, you know. But nobody takes into consideration yeah. it takes like hours to make a video but it takes like 1 second to comment something you know
0: well it's that and it's also like it's easy to hide it in the internet to like not even mention your name not even use a picture mm-hmm. of yourself and then yeah shit talk someone else and someone else like their feelings are going to actually be hurt. or get Yeah. Hurt. I mean,
1: no, I think a lot of people forget when you are commenting on a post or something that somebody actually put the time and effort to make that. And you're actually commenting on mm-hmm. the person, not just like some random video on the internet, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, true, true. I just learned to literally just don't read anything. All I do is post it. I don't read any comments and, um, my girlfriend is running like my social media now so she just responds to people and if she has a question about a comment that's like them asking me a question about my work or something then i'll just answer it but i don't have to read through anything
0: that's pretty nice though do you
1: have to like
0: um what's the word do you like go if you, like, if you see in your comments a really bad comments, do you delete it,
1: or, like... Sometimes people will get into arguments. Like, it would be a long thread of people, of just, like, two people just, like, commenting <laughs> against each other. Like, no, you're wrong. Like, you're stupid. Like, you're a clown or something. And then the... Yeah, it makes no what? sense. It's <laughs> just, like... It's not that big a deal. I'm just making a pair of shoes. <laughs> But yeah, then I'll, I'll delete that stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. We have, cause we have, um, so the news company where I work, we, of course, I mean, I also get a lot of, a lot of hate emails and messages. Like it got so bad that like, at some point I had to like, actually go to like, um, the police mm-hmm. because it was really bad. Um, But we have people who like go through comments and then there's certain topics, which is so sad whenever it's about like the LGBT community or like people of different color, like um, races, um, any sort of like violence. We have to actually like it. So we have like a system where we can like where we write the articles and publish the videos and whatnot. And we can like choose if we want to have a comment section or not. And if it's one of these topics, we already know like there's no way we can allow any sort of comments because it's just going to be horrible Mm -hmm. ones. That's so sad sometimes.
1: I don't know why. It's just like the internet brings like the worst out of people that are receiving it, you know? But it's like a small majority. If I'd say like 99% of people that read a news article that you write or just going to like take a news article for as it is and they're not going to like be like super hurt by it or whatever you know
0: no most people don't care they're like okay this is an article easy thank you not more then maybe they'll give you a thumbs up maybe they'll be like interesting or like I don't agree with this but still good argument still good article but then you have some people who are like this guy has no idea. What is he talking about? And you're like, um, (laughs) Mm.
1: what? (laughs) So like going forward, would you say that one, like the traumatic experience of, of like doing research and seeing all this stuff and then also like people, um, giving threats to you, does that like um, entice you to not do journalism or
0: what's well, difficult? I don't think that that's, I think the part of me having to look at stuff that's like just horrible is definitely part of why ultimately I want to do something else in my life. Um, it's also a very difficult market because like you used to only read newspapers in paper format. So these companies could ask whatever price they wanted and people would buy the newspapers. And nowadays you have to compete with social media and social media is for free. So that's very difficult. And so how do you make, how do you make enough money? And then now during COVID, we all saw this rise of people not really believing in newspapers anymore. So it's just a very, very difficult industry right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it has affected me pretty badly, that I am like, I've, I've thought about this before. It's just that like, you know, when someone tells you this, or like, repeats this, and is like, yeah, that could be seen as a trauma, you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Um now I'm like, I should maybe change something about it because I don't want to like, man, I don't know, like in five years have like some mental health issues mm-hmm. because of that. I don't like, I really don't want well, that. At
1: the end of the day, your mental health and everything is more important than you being a journalist, you know, or like that kind of journalist. So, yeah, I'm also yeah, yeah. interested in if there are any news outlets that are strictly make money off of, like, social media. Like, because I feel like the old version of the news is kind of outdated, whereas, like, what if you started a new news thing, like, on YouTube or something, and just post it every day? So there is, yeah, no, there is
0: um, one of them... I'm not sure if they have a, they don't have an app. Um, they might have a website. It's called Konbini. And then the other one is Brut. They're both French. And then there's another one. It's called This Is Now. I think they're American. Um, I'm not sure if the This Is Now has an actual website, but all of them are very, very active on social media. All of them, like, um, work on different sorts of journalism. Um, I mean, yes, it's an idea of like creating your own news company, but it's just very difficult because you could say I'm only going to like write on tech, but you still need to have enough people looking at that. So you can Mm -hmm. pay your bills and like, you know, there's you Like the question is like how many people are actually going to look at it? Like for me, in my world, I think tech stuff is super interesting, because I read a couple of like, tech blogs, and I follow, like tech influencers. But like to someone, I don't know, maybe you, you're like, using tech, you like the tech, but you're not going to read about the newest smartphone with what camera has it, what battery Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And so that's always like the question how, like, how big is your potential, like audience?
1: Yeah. I'm just surprised that news, what do you call them? News what? How do you, uh, news, <laughs> how, how, how do you mean? Like, what, is the B- what do you call, like, the BBC? Like, just news, news company? News companies. Oh. Um, news companies. Like, yeah. news n- media, media companies, companies. haven't... Um, benefited from social media as much as they have or they have and I just don't pay attention I don't know like why wouldn't well, they why have why don't they just it's... put like the daily news like the videos that they have and they just put it onto YouTube or do they do that they do they do. they do or I just I guess I don't yes. watch them I don't know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, why does Apple don't like just release AirPods without <laughs> cables? <laughs> no, they do, but I think the biggest issue in with media is like with the rise of like like it's the same thing with television. Yes, there's still like broadcasting companies such as like CNBC or BBC or what like Fox News whatever. They still exist because people still want to watch that. But a lot of people still like or kind of prefer to go on Netflix or like Disney Plus or whatever you want to watch on or like YouTube and watch that specific content at Mm -hmm. that exact time and maybe pause it, maybe like skip an episode and don't have commercial. And that's the biggest issue. And with media, it's like, People are like generally interested what's going on in the world. So it's, I think it's important to have journalism, but it's just difficult to find out because some people are still very interested in paying subscription-based newspapers such as like the Washington Post or New York Times or like other examples from Europe. And then you have people um, who are like, no, I don't want to pay for like the news. And then they'll read like, like other newspapers like the bbc mm-hmm. or like you know other ones i just i was thinking of others outside of switzerland um and so like that's the biggest question that they have to face how can you make so if you're free like if you're if you're non like not if you don't have a subscription based system how are you going to make money is it only with commercials but like video people still don't Like when they read, like if they want to consume news, most of the time they still prefer Mm. reading it. And so like, do you still continue doing video? What kind of video do you do? How do you use video? Like, it's a very big question. And like, I think there's only a a handful of examples of news companies who are actually doing a really good job in implementing the new technologies. I think the best example is the Mm. New York times. Um, because they found like a way of like, they have so many different subcategories. So like they have like their cooking channel for like people who, you know, they give you like the best recipes of the day or like stuff like this. And then they have like all the international stuff, they have like politics stuff, then they have like, uh, so many different podcasts and like, but like, you know, they have a name, they have like experience. And it's difficult to do the same thing because You can't just, like, copy them.
1: I think one thing... Because you were talking about Netflix and stuff like that. One thing for news is they could do more of, like, a documentary style. Like, longer on things. Because I would Mm -hmm. much rather watch something like that and understand it like that than read an article or something. So, it's kind of like... I knew of the Tour de France. And i didn't pay attention and if i just pulled it up on the tv before watching the documentary i would have just been like this is really boring they're just on bicycles going fast i have no idea what's happening but if you make a documentary on it and post it on netflix and then i watch it all then i like understand the gravity of the tour de france and you know
0: I agree, <clears throat> um, but at the same time working in media, I know why no one does it. Because <clears throat> Netflix can take a year. They film it for like they filmed last year's Tour de France for three weeks and then um, they had like six or seven months to edit it. And that's why Netflix shows are always so damn good. Um like from edit and like audio and like visual, um, standpoint and like news companies, like they don't have the budgets, they don't have the time. And like, you're not going to be like, we're going to film something and we're going to release it next year.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like, how are you going to make that money? You still need to make money in the meantime. And like, yes, there is like news companies do like, they still do documentaries, but like the best example is vice did great documentaries. We all love them. They Mm -hmm. weren't bankrupt.
1: I feel like the problem with news is it has to be kind of immediate. So it's like, how how do you make the production quality better? Like, how do you make it like more interesting to watch? Because it takes a long time to make something look better.
0: Yeah. It's just like the really, the hardest part. And then you're like, I don't know, let's say, um, I don't know, let's say something crazy happens tomorrow somewhere in the world. And most of the times you only get like videos from people who were there, like normal civilians filming it. And of course, you're not going to get the greatest quality in videos or pictures. Only when like something is anticipated, then agency go, like, agencies go there with like pro video with videographers and photographers. So that's like the other big question: How do you manage to get like you need to hire
1: ten people in every single country as photographers and videographers?
0: Okay, then you have one guy in the U.S. He's going to be located in New York. What what if something happens tonight in L.A.? He can't know. There's no way he's going to be there. Every single person
1: in Iron Man suit. why not just ask or all you need to do is give every single person one of those new apple thingies yeah and so like anytime there's something bad (laughs) happening you just record and then you see it I like the idea but
0: imagine our society everyone (laughs) walking around with like AR VR goggles (laughs)
1: It looked like a, one of those movies where, like, everyone's yeah. in, like, a futuristic, yeah. Ready Player One.
0: Yeah, Um. I mean, we touched upon that in one of the last episodes, but I I don't think that that's the way AR, VR, goggles are going to look like in the next five years. They're going to drastically look different.
1: It's going to be a uh, lens in your eye.
0: Well, I think the next versions are going to be, like, small glasses, just like the Google glasses years ago, but just the Google glasses were too, like, way too early. No one had a usage for What if
1: I don't wear glasses?
0: Context?
1: But what if... Context, not context. What if you don't put... Like, if you don't wear contacts and you don't wear glasses and your vision's already good, like, would... No, you can just put
0: one in there with. No, a I know, but how many it? people
1: are gonna want to do that? Like put in a contact if they don't know how to do that.
0: Okay, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you?
1: Wouldn't you do that? No. No way.
0: Yeah, the same. <laughs> I would never do that.
1: <laughs> I'd
0: be the the first. No, I idiot would to do not. <laughs>
1: then they'd see everything you're doing and stuff.
0: Okay, you don't have to, like, wear it when you're going to sleep. I don't know. But already your computer and your phone and, like, the Apple Watch or all these devices, they all see and hear what we do. That's true.
1: Already. But I'm trying to get it away from it. i a flip phone.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. It's going to be difficult to FaceTime, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> oh man. Um Oh. We got something. What? Our hack of oh. the week. <laughs> yeah, we got a we've got to finish strong with this one. Um you first. Do you have anything or like tip of tip yeah. of the week? Hack of the week shit. Um, man, like, I really thought this would be a great category to implement in the podcast, but so far we've been really weak with the things we came up with. My tip of the Um, week is
1: to find a workout or an exercise that you really like to do. And that will really motivates you to wake up early in the morning to do it.
0: <laughs> I can't say anything because the last time I said, you can work out everywhere. <laughs> so. well,
1: Darn it, that's a good be- one. But because yeah. <laughs> I signed up for my um, rock climbing membership or whatever. And ever since I've woken up at like 525 in the morning to like go.
0: Man, we're different in that aspect. If I don't have to wake up at five, <laughs> I'm so happy.
1: I hate waking it's up. It's so f- nice you get back and you're already showering. It's like eight o'clock. Okay, but I don't wake up at five
0: AM to go rock climbing. I wake up no, at I five A.M. to go working and I don't come. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying so, wake yeah. up
1: to go like do an exercise. Like if you like to go cycling then wake up early and cycle and then see the sunrise.
0: Darn it, now I need to find a good hack. Um
1: mm. You're so wise with your <laughs> words. Um
0: <laughs> All the ones that I'm thinking about are just crap. They're so bad. Oh darn it. Um good one, good one, good one
1: totally random and i'm gonna stall to allow you to think a little bit but i Uh so for reference for the listeners i'm going to visit you in september and i'm also going to paris and i booked the train ticket from geneva to paris and it was only like 30 bucks
0: Was the train called TGV? I do Why?
1: Because
0: I have a feeling you took regional train connections.
1: Three How hours. How long does it take you? Yeah. 30 bucks? I think it's because I ordered it really early. That's yeah. nuts. That's crazy. So another another tip of the week. So you got all your other... five. <laughs> no,
0: you can't. That's mine. You can't just take all my good ones. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. This is another very obvious one. <laughs> this is not a hack of the week. This is a hack of a month. Stay consistent with your workouts because you're <laughs> going to get better. <laughs> Man, but I'm seeing this, like, I've been, I've been, so ever since we've made this little bet to, like, do the ultramarathon together, I've been trying to train, you know, like, I, so now the leg workout has become a bit different, it's like, you, you have a goal, so you work for that goal, and um, I have this one route that I love to, like, run up the mountain, and then you, like, do a little loop, and then start doing, like, interv- interval- intervals, interval training on it. Intervals trainings on it, and um, man, like compared to the first time, I must be like 10 15 minutes faster, it's hmm. insane.
1: So, what are we doing said race? But
0: that's only well, next oh, year, okay. Yay, <laughs> no, not this year, <laughs> just like <laughs> chill out. <laughs> nah. This takes preparation, you know. I can't just like do it like or this. I could just I, although, I could sign although, us up for
1: a race in October when you come. <laughs> no, we can just we'll run the Grand Canyon. How many kilometers is that? Um It's 22 miles and a 5k is 3 miles. So 22 divided by 7. So it's like 37 kilometers.
0: Okay, then we do it twice. So we have an (laughs) um, ultramarathon. That'd
1: be a really tough ultramarathon.
0: Oh, it's like not in the canyon, it's like going up and down? Yeah, you start from
1: the top of the rim, and you go all the way down, and then you go... All the way along the bottom and then all (laughs) the way up. It takes, like, a full day. I think I need to do, oh,
0: okay, I need to do, by the end of the year, I need to do a marathon.
1: You better sign up for one. Now.
0: Yeah. Yes. I don't want to do one in the summer because I know I would No, like, the
1: best time to do (laughs) a marathon is, like, October, November. Because that is it's kind of cool. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I know what to do now. All right. Next podcast, we will go over Malchior planning his marathon.
0: <laughs> oh, this is great. This is so great. <laughs> you know, a couple of months ago, I was just like, I like running here and there. And now I've been talked into running marathons and ultra marathons. And I haven't been
1: running a lot, so I need to get back on it. Have you started the calisthenics no. workout? I actually need to because I'm starting to do rock climbing and that would actually be very helpful. Yes.
0: So my goal, so this has been established a couple of weeks ago, To myself like I've said this You're just in the mirror, Um, just like telling yourself this (laughs) goal You can do this. (laughs) By the end of the year you will succeed. (laughs) No, so um I told myself by the end of the year I want to do a handstand push up.
1: On the wall or just like you're balancing yourself? Wow floating
0: floating. Like handstand and then you go down, then you go up. I've, I've come close-ish. I will admit, I've once, like, went down with my head, and then I didn't have the strength anymore, and then my body just slammed on the ground, which was not great. That's funny. <laughs> but we're working on it. Um, it's just annoying. I can't listen to anything when I'm doing that, because I tend to sweat a lot during these workouts, and my AirPods just pop there's no way there's absolutely no way so... i would love to
1: see you do a handstand push-up when i come visit you on top of a mountain
0: it's in in yeah. september we'll get a video Ugh, i <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be one of these like gym guys who's like only (laughs) posts about their gym lifestyle and on instagram they'll be like oh today i did three hours of lifting (laughs) yeah no um end of the year if i if i can do it by september that would be amazing i just don't feel like that's gonna happen maybe an l seat i can do by the end of uh, by september basically you hold yourself like like you put your arms on the ground oh, and, and your legs board, are out? like all your weight and then your body's like upper body's this and mm. then your legs are like in in the air. that I can nearly do. You're getting there. so it's not yeah, it's crazy though like at first when you start doing this, you're like I mean that's what I meant with my great hack is like at first you have like zero strength and you're like, shit, how am I gonna match manage, manage to do any mm. of these exercises? A couple of months later, you're like, "Oh, okay. I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the transformation." You need
1: to send me the workout so I can do them. I know you already did. <laughs>
0: send no. it to me again. Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you 50 more times if that's what what it takes. <laughs> By the end, you'll hate this guy, though. Mm. His name is Chris Heria. You'll hate him. At... So, I need to say this for the listeners. So, um, this guy, he's like. I think he's like a former world champion in calisthenics. Like this dude is insane. And he um, has like, he has, I think he has gyms and clothing company, like whatnot and anything. And he has like hundreds of workout videos and they're really good. And then like he has these like routines that go like 10 minutes. And after each one, like the first couple of times you do that, you're like after one of these like 10 minute workouts for a specific, like specific muscle rate, Mm -hmm. like group, you're like cooked. You're like, I can't do anymore. He looks into the camera and he's like, all right, if you want to get the most out of this exercise workout, you have to um, (laughs) do this three more times. And you're like, huh? (laughs) What? (laughs) And you start doing it the second time. You're like, nope, I quit after the first exercise. But, like, it's going to be great. Trust Maybe me. Maybe I'll You're do it tomorrow this. morning. He, whenever he says that. Yeah, it's a really good one. All right. Um, should we bring this amazing episode
1: to It the was end? a pleasure for the three people listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. To finally hear us again. Their life mean have, like, a meaning again. <laughs> All right. Um, have a great day talk to you soon and thank you for listening